What's up, y'all, and welcome to episode 10 of Fresh Out the Box Podcast. It's me, your DJ Jazzy Jeff at the Chumalier, and we've got the Fresh Prince here. Who we got? Summer, summer, <laughs> summer time. What's up, y'all? It's Kahlo at Al underscore Bundy 713. Hey, episode 10, Dan, we did it. We did it. We're here. We this is when the millions Ain't happen. no party like an FOTB party because an FOTB party don't stop. Raise the roof. I just raised it. I'm sorry. It was like 20 years ago. I'm we got sorry. our first guest. What? Do we do we have our uh, our Uncle Phil here? Oh, yeah. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why you don't love me, Uncle Phil? Why you don't oh. love me? <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Uh, we promised a special guest when we got to episode 10. Uh, good friend of mine, my brother from another. Coming a long way from Plano, Texas. Oh, Greg Grovey. <laughs> the mean streets of Plano, Texas. That's an inside joke, y'all. I, I stun him every time I do that. He's from Oak Cliff. <laughs> so, yeah, he kind of hyped it. I'm not that special, but I'm a guest. I'm here. You're special enough. Uh, thanks. Hey, he's special because he's the in-house doctor. That's true. You're the only one in this room. Doc, let me put, let me throw some respect on my brother's name. Uh, doctor. Greg Grove. That's right. The the good doctor. Congratulations, right. man. It's thank official. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're more of a doctor than Dre, aren't you? Probably so. Mm-hmm. Than Pepper. That's for sure. Big facts. Oh, man. Dan, oh, what's up? Man. How was your weekend, man? I know the family was in town. It was spring break here. And so uh, for all you parents listening, spring break was full of gymnastics and play dates and uh, birthday parties. So it wasn't a break for us. Uh, it was a break for my daughter. So she come in town and just hit the ground running. She got events and... Yeah. It's like she never left. She has friends at one side of the neighborhood, friends on the other side, friends that she met. At, and we went roller skating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, y'all, where did you go roller skating at? Uh, there's a uh, Playland, I think. It's play, okay, Playland so it's like, out there off of Burnett. Is right. it like an adult roller skating no, ring? Anybody can roller skate all day, but at 9 p.m. to midnight, it turns into adults only. Which oh, okay. I, which I imagine the lights go down. There's the, <laughs> the music lets in curse words. But they serve alcohol there all day long. So when my daughter was skating, I had to have a drink. You know? Parents just zooted. Got I got to get it going on so I can tolerate <laughs> skating around in a circle for three hours. All right, man. Well, we got a jam-packed episode. Let's we get do. into it. We do. Um, any pickups, Junior? Oh, well, no. No, I think I was saving myself. Saving myself yep. for this coming week of uh, one of the sneaker releases of the year. So uh, mm. it, was a slow, it was a slow week for your boy. But did, okay. you, did you get anything? Me, yes. Um, finally, uh... Got my pair of uh, Reimagine Threes. Oh, that's right. Along with uh, white and black 85s or, you know, to George, Pandas. Oh, yes. Panda, Panda 85s. Highs. Yes, yes. So those were my two pickups. Doc, you get anything this week? Um, Did you pick up anything? Just the SB4s. Ooh. Oh, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. Those don't even come out yet. No, they came out on the 17th at Skate Shops. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and as we know, you are a skater. Skater boy. <laughs> yeah, right. Fun fact, it, uh, on the other side of town, that's a kicking it skate shop. Kicking it skate shop? He's doing good with the, uh, the manager over there, so shout out to um, Gregorio <laughs> of uh, kicking it skate shop. Word. Um, Word. So I got to ask, like, is it a extra cushion on the inside, like they say, or like more uh, skater friendly? Um, yeah, I have to excuse me. I lost my voice this past week. It's just now coming back. But, um, Too much partying. Yeah, that's what it is. Yelling over loud music. Um, but I mean, I, I didn't really notice the difference. I mean, maybe if I was a skater and, you know, I needed those cushioning in certain areas where I did certain moves, I would have noticed, but just walking around. I noticed the, uh, 
the the pods like the gum <coughs> gum colored pods on the front of the toe and the, on the heel. I wonder if that's for like skating or like if it has any purpose. But yeah, they it, said it's for extra grip. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I don't know if it's like the sticky rubber type right. gum bottom or what. So, so, so you and Catalonia are gonna have a skating contest? <laughs> he wins. Mean? He wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a slide contest. <laughs> Well, um, Junior, while you were away being a, a good parent Thank and shit. You. I appreciate it. Um, we had Jason Maiden at the shop on yeah, Friday. I saw the photos. For a Q&A. Shout out to Dr. Greg for the interview and uh, all the motivation that those two brothers spread. That's nice. What did you think about the event, uh, Doc? Uh, it exceeded my expectations. Uh, with Jason Maiden, you never know what you're going to get. Like He's so deep. Like uh, His mm-hmm. history is so rich into the culture. So I'm just glad we had a chance to kind of dive into it. And I'm sure we didn't even go past the tip of the iceberg. Um, you know, he's been a part of the culture for, I think, like 20 years or so. So it was interesting just to hear what he had to say and hear those gems he had to drop. Dude, he dropped so many gems to the point I was like, he pretty much changed sneaker culture. He's the reason release dates went to Saturday. Is that a fact? That's a fact. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. that. You know, and I did my research on him the night before just trying to familiarize myself with him. So... I know about his relationship uh, with Michael Vick mm-hmm. and, and how he uh, worked on that uh, campaign for Nike, um, his relationship with Chris Paul. I didn't know he was behind the uh, Nice Kicks Chris Pauls that um, wow. the staff yeah. got back in the day. Um, and it was just like, he kept telling stories, and it was like, holy shit, dude. Like, I knew you was somebody, but that Russian was somebody. Wow. <laughs> Man, well, if it wasn't for a, a lame birthday party on Friday night, I would have been there. That's so lame. Who celebrates? I know. Come on. Birthdays. Who celebrates their fourth birthday party? Come uh, on. But you know, seriously, like it was such a good event. I would wouldn't mind us probably doing that on like an annual. You know, what I'm saying we bring somebody in who, who's uh in the culture, and we're able to pick their brain. Like it worked out really well. Can we get a can we get a confirmation right here? Not putting them on news. the spot, but no, news, don't, do that. don't do that. He's gonna commit to it right here. He's Junior's so messy. No, 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 so messy, no, bro. I, so messy. I agree. Like it was a great event. I, I definitely wouldn't be opposed to doing it at least annually. Like if not, you know, several times a year. Mm-hmm. Just you know, just depending on the guest, maybe you can come talk. Right. <laughs> Super producer you me, Daniel you Montoya. Do you want me to rap out there? Montoya, man. I like that. Don't, no, don't embarrass yourself. Don't do it. Don't do I was it. Getting, I was getting ready, y'all. I was getting ready. I'm going to mess with it. All right, let's get into some ancillary uh, topics, All man. Right. Uh, <laughs> social status mm-hmm. debuts their picks of the Mac Attack uh, collaboration they have going. What you think about those, Junior? I was scrolling around the Twitter, and is it like Roscoe? He's a big sneaker person. He thinks these are going to replace the 550s. The New Balance. Oh, shit. I didn't didn't, didn't think about that. I don't know. I think Sneaker Fetish was like, "Ah, I think that the social status will hit because it's a good collab. But after that, it might kind of die down. But, man, there's some cool colorways, and I can totally see some New Balance vibes in it. Um, I'll definitely try to grab maybe the green ones. I like the green ones. Those look look my favorite so far. Man, it it honestly, um, you know, Nike on Nike. But it all, honestly depends on how many of them they drop. Mm-hmm. I know they're going to drop the uh, original colorway, but uh, I do lo- like them collaborating with Social Status because James always tells really good stories. Yep. Doc, is it what you, what you think? Is it a cop for you or uh, what you rock them? No, I, I, that's a shoe I can appreciate on other people. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll personally make it to my collection, but uh, I'd love to have it at the store to sell. To people such as uh, Sneaker Grandpa, who's been excited about this model for quite some time. Since mm-hmm. the 80s. 
Since he was uh, since the, 20 uh, years old. Since the historical. <laughs> Answer the question, jerk. Uh, <laughs> tirade by uh, John McEnroe. Um, so yep. I'm looking at it. Uh, I could see probably the black or the white and gold pair being like mm-hmm. what the boutiques get. Um, he seems to stick with like blue colors for social status for the most part. Outside, of course, is like Bordeaux colored. Right. Well, that's like yeah. Mama Yeah, I'm tripping. But um, I, I can see that. One of these will be like a social status uh, exclusive. The other two will be, um, I think it would be a really good time to get back to uh, regional releases. <laughs> I really think mm-hmm. that um, that pushes, uh, it's kind of like community outreach. Sure. Because, sure. Um, you know, you, you have to know somebody in L.A. if it's a West Coast release. Right. You got to know somebody on the East Coast if it's a... Uh, you know, East Coast release. So it takes like a actually participating in the community to, um, you know, what I'm saying for for that to happen. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Yeah. one of the pictures I saw, I, I thought the, um, I think that green like tears off to yellow or it rubs away. I think to all of them like that. Oh, really? If I'm not mistaken, because uh, it look like that with the blue You're one. You're right? right. The orange turns to green. The light blue turns to dark blue. Maybe I think so. Oh, so there's three pairs because it looks oh. tattered. It definitely looks torn. Yeah, but so I think it's like the torn uh, or mm-hmm. the rubber the tear away. Okay, so that's cool. It's always like the you know yeah the possibility of customizing it, and I'm pretty sure people will do something cool with it for sure. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Yeah, I man. I, I just hope they get in and get out with that one, man. Like this is the first time in retro. Mm-hmm. We don't need 26 colors of Mac and Rose, man. Right. No. You know. No. No, it, it, it's, maybe, not, it's not a popular shoe like the Vomero where they can just hit you with nonstop colorways. Well, that's, bro, like, the Vomero wasn't popular. No, well, that's so weird that all of a sudden it's just like it's hitting. It's just like it's perfect timing now as opposed to when they, they were trying to do more fashion for it stuff with, like, a cold wall yeah. and a big-ass heel brick on the back of it. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's, it's like a, the uh, the 2002 and New Balance has a couple of silhouettes that uh are similarly shaped, and then the Vomero comes back, and it's the bee's knees, man. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It's Right now, it is the running silhouette for um, for Nike. That's right. That's so, right. Well, um, before we get into our weekly topic, we're going to skip um, weekly uh, weekly recap. I mean, uh, release, release recap. Release recap, yeah. Because uh, it just, it, you know, we had a couple of Air Maxes, but nothing too crazy as far as high energy um, sure. releases. I got a couple of questions for uh, for Doctor G. Oh, you ready for this? <laughs> uh, I hope so. All right. All right. This is, this is like your uh, defense, <laughs> but sneaker defense. And right mind you, uh, I've I've known this man for ten years. So through just random conversations that we've had, I know a lot of this stuff. But I want our um our audience to get to know mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the good Doctor G a little bit better. So uh, first question: What was the first sneaker that made you addicted to Fresh? Um, uh, looking back on it, I think I would have to say the black infrared Jordan six, mm. just yep. because, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I hate my voice sounds oh, like this, man. I know. <laughs> but, uh, I just have a picture at my mom's house, like in kindergarten with a red Snoopy shirt on black jeans and black and red infrared sixes. So that kind of just stuck out to me as I grew older. I was super excited uh, and still get super excited every time I shoot retros. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that just kind of was my entry point into loving Jordans. I remember being in sixth grade, and that kind of dates my age a little bit, <laughs> being in sixth grade when Jordan 12s were coming out, and I had a homie who was on the basketball team with me, Erica Pumphun. 
And he had all three colorways. He had cherries, he had playoffs, and he had uh, the white and blacks. So it was just like, man. But, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, to start it off, I have to say the black and infrared Jordan 6 for sure. And then as time went on and I wanted to start buying my own shoes, that's kind of when I fell into the love of the Air Force One. It was cheap. Well, cheaper in comparison to other things like 80 bucks, get you a pair of white on whites. So, you know, if you were balling, you could get that pair and maybe a two for 80 after mm-hmm. the foot like a while or something. So. Man, you know what? So we're going to go no huddle. I don't even have this question down. But a lot of, well, all three of us are generation separated. Me and G are pretty much the same generation. Dan, you're a little bit older. But but do you guys think that kids of today's generation, um, you know, I always use the term babies having babies, but having younger and cooler or more aware parents of being cool will go through the same grind that we had to get sneakers. Do you think they'll be less ambitious or sneakers won't play as big of a role in their life because I got a parent that cops like I cop and whenever he he or she gets something, she gets me something. Do you think that will uh, mold the sneaker community for the better or the worse in the future? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, I think it'll help it. I think it'll make it better uh, because you kind of usher in a new generation into the same passion that you had. I know we got a few customers at the shop now that, like, you say every time they buy something, they buy it for the kids. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And that just creates that love for the kids. Like, you know, something that they may not necessarily be interested in if it wasn't for their parents. So I think it'll help, like, uh, as the generation goes, and hopefully that's something they can pass on to their kids. Right. Because we need something to keep the culture alive. Like, it's a lot different than it was when we were kids compared to what it is now, we didn't have social media, we didn't have StockX, we didn't have a bunch of other stuff that makes it better or worse, depending on who you ask. But So you need something to keep that love of sneakers alive, and I think your parents loving it helps out a lot. I agree. So I, I think, uh, so you think be, it's the same love, just generated differently. I think our parents were essentially playing keep away from us, where it's like, <laughs> I'm getting you a pair of, schools for, pair of shoes for school, mm-hmm. maybe Christmas, and then something cheap for the summer that you can beat up. Right. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to like a, a hipper parent being like, I want my kid to be fresh. Sure. And now it just becomes muscle memory of like, I got to get kicks. I cop, you know, I've been copping kicks since I was in kindergarten. That's what I want to do. <coughs> Interesting. All right. I'm going to set the scene. It's October 2005. Oh. 2005. Cap a or Cap a Scream is approaching. <laughs> What is your outfit <laughs> to go to Spiro's on a Saturday night? Man, I don't remember. <laughs> you gotta remember this. I don't is remember just... October two thousand and two. Let alone twenty twenty two. Where you getting the outfit from? I'm sure somewhere in Highland. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, man, probably the Edge. They always had the latest and greatest to match the shoe releases. Shout out to whoever their buyer was, yeah, but they stayed on top of it. <laughs> nah. I don't even know what that is. Oh, man. What is it? I don't know that I ever shopped there. It might, it might be a white store. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you say? Earth Boundaries or something? Yeah, I'll definitely say the Edge. Um, or foot action. Foot action always has. 
Back then, Champs had a lot of good stuff too. That's like uh, the jersey. Clothing on lock. Yeah, they had clothing on lock. The jersey era, mm-hmm. so you can get some shoes, get a fresh jersey. Um, yeah, it have to be between the edge and Champs for sure. What's your most memorable memorable pair from college, and what's the backstory behind it? Hmm, from college. A long time ago, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's what we call dead air. Yeah. Well, you should fend it. <laughs> I'm gonna drop a beat. Maybe this is when I finally get to rap for y'all. No, 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 no. Nah, um, right, I'll probably say one of them is. Um, well, actually, I can talk about a pair I got and a pair I didn't get. Uh, week 13s that came out my freshman year. Mm. That was just a memorable, memorable release for me because that was the first time. It was like, man, how am I going to get to the mall? I don't know anybody. I got to catch the bus this early. I don't have any connections at shoe stores. Like, this is just me in the wild right. with my cousin, Levi. But we made it happen. Um, and I just remember going back to school that Monday wearing them. And this girl saying, I know Jordan's release because I look at what y'all going to have on Monday. So if y'all don't have <laughs> our new Jordans, I know nothing came yeah. out that weekend. So that kind of solidified my stake, you know, as a um, HT footwear greatness. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know, where'd you live back then? On campus. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, freshman year. Yeah, I was oh, on campus. Downtown. Yeah, nope. Yeah, our version of in the suites. <laughs> yeah, Southside suites. My most memorable story was a uh, white and red tins. Um, and shout out to my home girl TT, who went to high school with me. She went to HT, and uh. She got me, well, she gave me a ride. I spent the night at HT. She gave me a ride to Highland. Mm. I remember walking in, and it was a cat walking out. And no lie, he was like, hey, just give it up, bro. They ain't got no more pairs. And I was just like, damn. Like, <laughs> what? And, like, I'm used to being spoiled because, like, my my uh, senior year of high school, I was working at Finish Line. I hadn't transferred up yet. I walk in. They were sold out everywhere, man. Oof. And uh, the cheat code back then was nobody thought about this online. Oh, I literally shit. called Nike and ordered that shoe. <laughs> he called them. No, like I could have just did that from the get go, man. But like, I'm, uh, like G is telling his age, I'm definitely telling my age because like we one year apart. Like nobody was thinking about online shopping back then, man. Mm-hmm. I just literally called Nike, ordered the shoe, and it came in like ten days. <laughs> ten days. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was crazy. more of an instant gratification person. No, I for needed, sure. I That's all I knew was now. instant gratification, too. But, like, I was so desperate. I was like, I just need them. Mm-hmm. Right. And I called them and got them jumps. I tell you what, though, a memorable release. You may know about this, so I'm not sure if you was out there. That uh, golden, I mean, the Defining Moments package. I didn't even try. <laughs> Man, so I set the scene. It was about 100 people outside at one entrance of the door. Standing in front of glass doors that are made by like 20 feet tall, two glass doors. So I'm time for the mall to open. Security guard comes around the corner, sees the crowd of people, turns back around. So he's like, oh, man. So comes back with another security guard. <laughs> at this time, everybody in the crowd is uh, restless and yep, yep. ready to get the shoes. So, you know, at Highland, you kind of had to have your, your plan in mind. It's like... Okay, doors open. What store am I going to go to? Am I going to go to Champs, Foot Action, Finish Line? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to run? Yep. So, security guards come up to the door. He leans down to unlock the bottom of the door. Oh. By this time, the crowd is chanting, let us in, let us in, let us in. <laughs> so, before he can even stand up uh-huh. enough to unlock the top, 
they start to push oh. and literally break the doors. So it's on twenty foot glass doors, oh. just shattering. Pieces are falling what? like from the skies. People are getting cut in the head, cutting sliced in their back, and everybody's still running to go get shoes. Oh. So I take two steps back, let the glass finish falling. And I try to go to champs. Shout out Glenn. Um, we're in line. It's a guy in front of me had to take his shirt out because he got gashed in the head, oh. holding up the blood from. <laughs> Pouring out of his head <laughs> like a chocolate fountain at a wedding reception. Fondue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, as the person in front of me gets their shoe, the police come and kick everybody oh. out. And says, if you don't leave, we're arresting everybody for breaking the internet and trespassing. So, oh. uh, again, I had to catch a ride to the mall. And I didn't have a way back up there. So, Damn. unfortunately, I didn't get that shoe, that pack. Holland was a different beast back in the day, man. It was like the SEC of like footwear stores, man. <laughs> like seriously, man. Like you, had, you, you really had. It's kind of kind of like us with like you know. We have our tribe kicking it. You have people who you know you know prefer politics, prefer mm-hmm. a nice kick. That's weird. But like, <laughs> we can name Taylor. It's okay. Oh man, I mean, but um, their pictures are on their their shake back. Like man, like every month you have to pick. Like, am I loyal to finish line, foot mm-hmm. action, champs, foot locker? Like, you show your tattoo. Right. Your next mm-hmm. move has to be your best move, man. Because like, if you went to foot locker and they were like. All right, we got sizes 10, 11, oh. 13, oh, yeah. and an 8. You were just out of that, man. Yep, you like, yep. God damn, I should have went to champs. Yep. Yeah, you definitely had to pick one and stick with it. Oh. It, was, it was all or nothing on your first selection. Oh, man. The old days, man. Yeah. All right. Most memorable interaction with a celebrity uh, during your years in sneaker retail? Man, that's a really good question. Um because fortunately, like working with the old Nice Kicks, mm-hmm. and even at Kicking It Now, we've had the pleasure of dealing with a lot of celebrities. Um, some being really, really cool and down to earth, and some kind of like uh, really standoffish, but I get it. Like, uh, like Matt when he comes in. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, you know, I get it. They deal with a lot, you know, um, because of their profession. Um, I would have to say probably like one of the most genuine people that I met that's like early in nice few days would be Sway. Mm, like facts. somebody who's interviewed. And I think he's like the only person who's ever interviewed Biggie, Tupac, and Easy. Oh, geez. Like the only person who ever interviewed them. But like he's a, you know, a super big pillar inside the rap community. Mm-hmm. And he's just like so down earth, really genuine guy. Like uh, him and his show producer Kelly, like, They've been in touch with me since Nice Kicks. Like, and it's never been a relationship of like, what can you do for me type deal. Yeah. It's just like a genuine relationship. Um, I don't even think they wear sneakers like that, honestly. Like, nah, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Um, and of recently, have we met, man, that, that's so hard because I don't want to leave anybody out. Like, I would say for kicking, it's probably definitely Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle and his crew, like, they've been... Shout out Joe. Yeah, my man Joe. Um, so Dave Chappelle gave me COVID. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan getting COVID, right? And me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, once they found out about it, they were super apologetic and sorry about it. But, you know, I was like, hey, man, you know, we didn't die. We all made it, so it's all good. 
But that was kind of the, the foundation of our relationship. <laughs> so, but nah, they they've been great. Um, Dave spent his crew. They're actually why I don't have a voice right now. Like, what? Yeah, he was down here for South by for two days. So, so you were kicking it with Chappelle? Yeah, just oh. kind of yelling over the music there, that's and nice. yeah, it's cool. But now, nah, Joe, man, that's, that's my guy. Uh, Dave's really down to earth for someone who as big as he is. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you had no idea who he was, like his, the interaction he'll give you is pretty incredible. Like, you wouldn't think he's nowhere near as big as he is. Uh, but. We haven't had any horrible interactions with anybody. Like I say, some been standoffish that I won't mention, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. More more good more good interactions than for bad sure. for sure. Who would you say? Personally, probably Andre three thousand. Oh, really? Yeah. When was that like, early? Back back in Nice Kicks at the oh, old Nice Kicks. Kicks. I was like, um Yeah. Man, it was like close to closing. My head was down and I was like prepping to close. Hear the door open, and so I just give out like, uh, "Hey, what's up, man? How you know? How, how you doing?" And uh, he walks up, and by the time I look up, he got his hand extended. He's like, "Hey, how you doing, man? Andre Benjamin." I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> I live around you three states." <laughs> and so uh, at the time, uh, the homie Desmond was working at the shop with us, and he was in the back on a phone call. So I came out, so he wouldn't be surprised. I was like, "Hey, Andre three thousand out there," and he was like, "No way." And so literally he opened the door and he was right out there and under like, hey, what's going on, man? He was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and so like he had uh he had FaceTimed his son seven, the the child he had with Erica Badu. Right, right, right. And um he was like shopping for both of them over over FaceTime. Jeez. Spent like five hundred dollars, man. And like uh I read an interview where he was like, he hopes to master the art of anonymity. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, at the time, he was living in Austin shooting uh, some TV show, I forget. He was doing with Regina King. But it was, like, uh, it was like on CBS or something like that. Oh, okay. But, uh, like, he was, like, I enjoy going to the grocery store and just totally acting normal with no entourage. And so, fun fact, when he left, he called for an Uber, and he went outside to wait for it. <laughs> and so I'm kind of just people watching him. And it's like, you know, this is West Campus day. So, like, right. it's people walking by. Yeah. And they double taking like they're looking back like, but he's so calm that like, it's like no, no there's no way they could be under three thousand. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like right, that's yeah. the way they, they keep going. So like, probably that, and then um, probably like you know, EYL always says relationships worth more than money. Um, it's probably Dave, man. Any interaction I've had with this camp, and shout out to Joe. We like we deal with Joe a lot, but uh, like whenever he's been around or. When he gave us COVID, when we did the pop up at uh <laughs> at his hotel, man, like he was super cool, man. Like he treats everybody the same, man. Like yeah. genuinely, man. Like it, it's pretty dope. Oh, you know, I, I would have to say Nas and his crew too. Oh, Nas too, yeah. yeah. Shout out my man Gabe. Gabe's yep. another one who's uh like they will not come to Austin or anywhere near Austin mm-hmm. without hitting me up to see what's going on. Like not asking for shoes, not asking for anything, just like. Genuinely interested in how I've been in. and what I'm doing, just to check in. So uh, yeah, sh- definitely shout out Gabe and, and Nas and Kev and all of them too. Yeah, uh-huh. a lot of name dropping on this podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, my biggest uh, celebrity was meeting y'all. Oh, wow, <laughs> y'all are Austin royalty. Go take off. Not even that's from, cap. Not even from this town. That's all right. That's all right. You got the Dallas uh, and Houston celebs here. Oh, man. All right. You're a doctor. Mm-hmm. When it comes to uh, you're a doctor when it comes to marketing, right? 
Can you walk us through the process of how you created a release event for a high energy sneaker? So that's man, you got some good questions. So <laughs> like no, really, because I've done a lot of interviews and like, you know, normally Yes, you they, have. <laughs> yes, you have I remember you telling me that I asked you good questions. Yeah, because like, normally well, people ask the same stuff and it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Sorry, uh, <laughs> no. I asked him to rap. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> this guy. Oh no, he'll rap. He'll yeah, rap. we got catch me on the right day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, once we figure it out, and I say we, like shout out to everybody that works at uh, kicking it Including mm-hmm. you Kyle, like I have an amazing team So like uh, We're all creatives In our own right You know uh, Everybody idea Not gonna be a home run Every time But You know We hit enough singles We can still win the game True So nope. man That's a boy I just hit. made that up right now you, you, Like that's fire man. You yeah. have to win, hit one three-pointer to, to Tom, beat Tom, Tom stamped that, Junior. Tom stamped that. Oh, okay. 30, 30, <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes. All but right. uh, Instagram's going to hear that. <laughs> but, yeah, nah, luckily, like, we come up with ideas as a team. Like, uh, with the last release, we did the Tiffany release. So, it's like, okay, well, this is a playoff Tiffany and Company. So, immediately, we thought, well, let's change the name to Kicking It and Company. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that. And it's like Tiffany is a jewelry store. It's like, all right, cool. Well, let's set the shoes up in a jewelry display case. Mm-hmm. Like, and we just like to go the extra mile. It's like, okay, what what is Tiffany famous for? Their heart necklaces and bracelets. All right, well, let's create a heart necklace, a bracelet, or keychain. We're yep. kicking it and co on it. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, like our main thing is just trying to create um, an experience for our customers. Like, you can literally buy a shoe anywhere. Like Colin said, people been buying shoes online for forever. So it's like we appreciate the opportunity to serve a community where they come out to buy the shoe from us. So we want to offer a memorable experience. And I feel like we've been able to do that in a positive way where people remember us even if they didn't get the shoe. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we had 300 plus people out there for the Tiffany release. Obviously, we didn't have 300 pairs of shoes, but no one walked away angry. Like, <laughs> maybe a few people who missed, who, who missed the breakfast croissants and didn't get the shoes. Yeah, like, ah. I, was, I was angry because Troy won. Let's just be realistic here. But nah, it's a um, it, it's it's a team effort. I would say, like, I'm definitely not gonna be the one to take the credit for everything because everything's not my idea. But uh, we have a good team that comes up with a bunch of ideas, and we all want the same end goal, and that's what allows us to create. The events that we have. Yeah, it's a lot of brainstorming. Like, we have a, a staff group chat. Mm. And G will throw out, like, a topic, or somebody will throw out a topic. And it's literally, like, a snowball effect where, like, it just builds, 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 builds. Everybody puts their two cents in, and then mm. they say, you know, we got a dollar. That, too, is yeah. a bar. Yeah. Tom stamped that, oh don't you? And it's funny, too, because <laughs> sometimes, uh, you know, we throw stuff in a group chat, like, man, this is wild, but... It's like, man, you know what? That's not that wild. No, I think we not. should do that. All right. Um, best advice you've received from Nice Kicks founder, uh, Matt Halfhill, that you've applied to how you run kicking it? Don't use your own money. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. That's what, they, that's what they tell you. Yeah, nah. Uh, OPM, baby. Other people's yeah. money, baby. <laughs> nah, it's funny, but for real, shout out to Matt. Uh, he definitely done dropped a lot of gems on me. Like, I've been knowing Matt for quite some time now. And um, Nice Kicks was my first job out of college. So as soon as I graduated in 09, that was my first full-time job. So throughout the years, you know, Matt is an extremely intelligent guy. Like, 
excuse me, wise way beyond his years for him to be so young. But uh, one thing we talked about, like business wise, that stuck out to me was like, he talked about the beginning of Night's Kicks and opening up the shop. And he was just like, you know, if there's anything I could do over, I, I just wouldn't use my own money to do it. And I didn't really understand that at first because it was just like, well, you know, if you have your own money, why apply to get loans or why worry about yeah. going through all of that to open a business? You can just use your own money. But as I grew, <laughs> as I got older and understood the business side of things, that's like, a lesson that I would like to pass on to others, like don't use your other money. It's not playing with it, but if you're gonna play with somebody, some money you might as well play with somebody else's. <laughs> so that's real. All right. Um, what is the toughest part about owning a sneaker shop, and most rewarding part about owning a sneaker shop? Hmm. Um. What's a few things that's tough about owning it? One. <laughs> like that phone call that just happened, I'm never off the clock. Like my mind is literally thinking about kicking it 24-7. Like I go to sleep thinking about kicking it and wake up thinking about kicking it. As far as like what we can do, what we could have done better, what won't we do again or where we need to go and how we can get there. Um, some other things that's unfortunate about it is like I think I'm a really good person and I want to help a lot of people, but you just can't help everybody. Mm -hmm. And that'd be like giving jobs out or sponsoring events or, you know, just uh, speaking at different engagements, just doing everything. Like I'm not able to do everything that I would like to do. One of the things that really sucks about that too is like we have a lot of people that genuinely support us. And it's like when a high heat release comes out, we might have, you know, 30 of our everyday customers that really want to shoot, but, I mean, it's part of the game. We can't. Mm -hmm. Like, we just not able to hold people down like Why, that. Why'd you look directly at me when you said that, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, uh, it's part of the game. Like, of course, I wish, even with the Tiffany release, I, I some of those people I've never seen before, but I wish all 300 people could have got a pair. True. But it's True. just part of the game. Um so, yeah, just kind of letting people down, that's what I don't like about it. And I say letting people down, it, it's pretty broad. Like, But, you know, it's part of business. People let people down in, in all aspects of business life. Um, the most rewarding part is, one, being able to create a life for myself. Uh, my dad was an entrepreneur, so I kind of got that entrepreneurial spirit from him and being able to create it in the environment that I love. Um to being able to help my friends and some of my family members and stuff kind of create a life for them. So, like, Kylan, I know how much he loves shoes. And so to be able to, you know, kind of help him be able to stay in that field as we grow older and, you know, form lives that we want, like, that's the, probably one of the most rewarding things, like just being able to help people create the lives that they want for themselves. Um, and I also wouldn't discount being able to give people what they really want, man. Like, sometimes we see people that's, like, super excited about being able to get these yeah. shoes. Mm -hmm. Like, that genuine joy that somebody gets, like, when we call for a raffle or they walk in and see the stuff on our shelves are at retail price so they can't afford it. Mm -hmm. But just being able to create that joy for other people. You know, really, like, um, like I said, I consider myself a good person. But it's just, like, I try to live my life in a way where people see me and they see God. Like, I want his light to shine through me. So if I can do that in any aspect, be it like my regular life, through shoes, through teaching, 
whatever I do, I feel like I'm winning, and that's like my reward. Also, it's cool to pay myself sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, for sure. Like to piggyback off of G. Um, first of all, this is my guy. I'm like I'm forever appreciative to him. He's changed my life for the good. You know what I'm saying? Like to be able to do something that you're passionate about. I really like wish everybody would like pursue that in life because life would be a lot better. You know what I'm saying? Like as we've gotten older and um, as, as you learn more about life, you see so many people like take their own life and stuff like that. And you know, it's like an unhappiness that they felt that like, it's not even worth being here. Mm-hmm. But like the joy you get to like wake up every morning and like to be chomping at the bits to do what like pays you. And what brings pleasure, like uh, a happiness to you, is a uh, I can't really describe it. You know, like like it's like a uh, this is like I, I was I was watching a uh, Hard Knocks a few years back, and uh, I think it was Gerald McCoy. This is like I think Tampa Bay, like uh, oh, Hard Knocks. But yeah, like yeah. Uh, he made a good point where he was like um, to be a leader, and that's whether it's G being a leader for kicking it, and then me being a liaison to him for and being a leader for staff, like. To be a leader, um, you have to master servitude as well. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you're not serving your staff or if you're not serving the people underneath you, you can't expect to build that culture mm-hmm. of servitude where, like, everybody is selfless and it's like, I want to see everybody win. You know what I'm saying? So, like, kudos to him for that. Um, that's my next question. Um, all right. I think this is a good one. Now, it might just be me, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you're playing an iconic role like Forrest Gump. <laughs> what is your pair of sneakers that viewers will forever connect with your character? All white Air Force Ones. <laughs> all white? Whoa, all white. Yeah, I mean, because you oh. think about it, it has to be like something classic, like Forrest Gump. And you maybe just you your Charlie said. Brown shit then. You want to just pull, yeah. pull the closet door open and it's like uh, yeah, yellow like, and black shirt, shorts, and the goddamn fur. <laughs> yeah, like Dr. Dre's closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because you think like Forrest Gump, I mean, Cortez is a classy shoe, but True. I mean, he made that white, blue, and red colorway kind of right. iconic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Unless you want to get gangster and do all black for it. Oh, 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 oh. hey, bro. Hey. This is not that kind of podcast. Take it easy, man. Here goes my wallet. Yeah. No, nah, I think it'll definitely have to be a pair of forces, though. I, I say all white just because. Give me it's, a color, it's bro. Easy. Man. I knew you was going to say all white, too. Give me a color. She said, can't say all right. white Air Force One. We can take it back to the uh, one of my favorite colorways, GR colorway Air Force One. Uh, you remember Finish Line had them The Flamingos Flamingo. oh, Yeah wow. Gray upper Came with the Flamingo pink laces Black midsole Like black light heel. blue bottom yep. Man that was Yeah black suede heel That was a good shoe I hate people Took the pink laces out And put black laces in They used to kill me <laughs> That was a time When you never got Like color laces either Oh, yeah. like they, they had just started doing like alternate laces, mm-hmm. but you never got like color laces, man. So that's true. Or if it's a Jordan, I would say Aqua Eights. That's my favorite Jordan of all yeah. time. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Well, I can all see right. that. Yeah, Finally, Aqua Eights. Yeah. Something different. <laughs> yeah. Not the black hat force. 
Nah, you know that's my oh, favorite. Oh shit! I'm, hey, now, Junior, you might be able to something yeah, with that. Bro. Say, hey. <laughs> now you talking about language? Oh man, see now that's something. I do love black hair fours. How many you going through now? Five. Five. Yeah. Five pairs of black. If Five you fit pair. Into nine, I got a, I got a pair sitting right there. I and could probably send all the fat and get them to deep clean them and yeah. sell them for about three hundred oh, a piece. All right. Go. Yeah. Go. I got. I'm done with five. I got six. The oh sixth one gosh. waiting. Man, I don't know, but kind of say as a late, uh, that Louis Vuitton skate shoe, man, I've been, I wore it today, actually, but that black colorway, I've been dogging that shoe. Like, I probably wore it like 20 times in the past 25 days. Hey, <laughs> like, Any all black shoe, <laughs> let me tell you, when you, uh, uh, if you're a shoe and you know, uh, and you're trying to think, like, when am I going to get whacked? He put you by the door. Yeah. If you the by the door shoe, yeah, that's a wrap for you, brother. Yeah. And I known him long enough to when he used to be moving from uh, apartment to apartment, and like, if he was a moving, like if he was a shoe, he left out to like last that three weeks until he moved uh, yeah. to the new apartment. Yeah. It's a wrap, bro. So happened to the original Toro Bravo right? pack, man. <laughs> I know people tired of seeing me wear them red Toro Bravos for three weeks straight, but you know what, man. All right. Um. Why first come first serve of a raffle? Yeah, why first come first? I know. Oh man, so we've been doing it lately just because we've been hearing a lot of people say that they want to do it. So it's like, all right, well, y'all want it, we'll do it. And to be totally honest with you, it's easier for us. Like I'm as sure a staff, is, we yeah. have a lot going yeah. on. So, and you know, that's something I don't think people understand. It's like they's like, oh, y'all want to do raffles, like. Nah, we don't really want to do raffles because no. it's a lot more work for us. There's yeah. so much manpower behind raffles, man. Because like, if you think of like, say if we did Tiffany's and we did a raffle, mm-hmm. bro, you got people from New York, New Hampshire. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's a thousand ticket raffle. Mm-hmm. Correct. We calling people, they not picking up. You moving on or you yep. leaving a, a voicemail. Now they calling back. Like it, it's it's a lot, man. Yeah. It really is a, like a, a lot. And mm-hmm. um, I kind of like how we went against the grain. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, like we like we're serving a a group of customers like that want to feel like that they manifest their own destiny. Correct, right. correct. Yep. And it's building that camaraderie within a yep, sneaker culture for sure, for sure. Like man, I remember it was a good feeling for everybody. We had three really good first come first serves. It's kind of like the pandemic shit is hopefully over with. Cool grades. Mm-hmm. I'm on my year one. Same and that rebellionary list. Yeah, and that rebellionary. Like yeah, that man yeah. So doing, I'm on my year ones in the morning, then back doing and doing cool grades at night. Yeah, like that was a crazy day. But everybody was just like, man, it feels so good just to be back outside again. Like just to be yep. with people who love sneakers and want to talk about them again, building that camaraderie and them relationships. Like, so it definitely helps the community. Like I say, it's a lot less work for us, but sometimes it's just like. Well, most of the time, the quantities that we get is always not going to meet the demand. But sometimes it won't make sense for us to do first come, first serve when it's a super limited shoe. Like, we won't do first come, first serve with, like, 18 pairs of shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? On a Saturday. Like, it just won't make sense. Because there's no way we can communicate to our customers. Like, hey, like, don't line up 100 people out here and when we come early, we only got 15 pair or whatever it is. I feel like at that point, the line turns against you. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Because, like, people so invested... And you know we we try like to we try not to waste anybody's time. So like we might call count out eighteen people. Yeah. But like man, if you that nineteenth person back, you sick. Right. And now it turns into why oh, this some bullshit? Why didn't you do a, a raffle? You know what I'm saying? Like and so it's just like we just yeah. gonna do a raffle. Yeah. And just well, that's what I was gonna say was that you're doing first go serve because people are 
are tired of raffles, after a while, people are going to be tired of first come, first serve, and then they go, why don't you do it? It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's like I'm, we talk about. They're just, they're mad because they Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's tired of everything. You know what I'm saying? We can never make everybody happy. Nope. We put up, we're doing a raffle. You get them comments now. Why oh, don't yeah. y'all do first come, first serve? We do first come, first serve. Why aren't y'all doing a raffle? Right. Nobody yeah. does first come, first serve yeah. anymore. And it's like people just yeah, want to complain. Do, it's like we do first come first serve on a Tuesday because that's when the shoe releases. Yeah. Why, Why y'all doing this on a Tuesday? We gotta work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I we, gotta feed my family. Why are you spending four hundred dollars on a shoe? Right. Right. <laughs> so we try to do something for everybody. Uh I mean by the time this podcast comes out, y'all already be and saw that, but with this Jordan 4 release, we're doing it in the evening. What? Just because what? people complain about morning stuff. It is. Oh my gosh. I can play. I got to be at work Tuesday morning. Okay, well, we're going to do it Tuesday evening. We're going to do a live raffle Tuesday evening. I guarantee somebody in the comment section is going to say, y'all would do it on this day, man. I'm I'm out of town at at work. What about the night shift? Right. I don't know, bro. Right? I don't know. But nah, that that first gonna serve is good, though, man. Just take it back to the old school days, you know. But we, we try to mix it up. Again, that go back to the experience thing. So at least, like, it's just not standing outside in the line. Like, we give right. you other things to do, other things take your mind off of it and, and not leave a sour taste. Like, uh, our customers covet that. Right. Sure. So it's like, hey, let's not fuck this up, man. <laughs> nah, for they sure. know we try to do right bombs. So, mm-hmm. like, hey, if somebody's skipping, hey, yeah, him right there. Regular. And if two people say it, hey, bro, you got to leave, right. man. Yeah, no, I would say that. Shout out to our customers and everybody who comes shop with us for real. Like, we, uh, Never had any issues, knock on wood, with like first come, first serve that we can't alleviate immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, like mm-hmm. Colin say, our customers know we try to do right by them and they kind of respect that. So it's a mutual respect. All right, um, got a few more for you, Doc. Um, most memorable release since Kicking It has been open. What's been your most memorable release? Rebellionaires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, shout out to Jordan Brand for giving us that opportunity. So those who don't know, the Rebellion at Jordan 1 came out. We were one of five stores to release it a week before the wider release date. Uh, the Rebellion era was also the first shoe that only released at Nike neighborhood stores. So no Foot Locker got it. It wasn't on the sneakers app. No big box stores, just Nike neighborhood stores, which was an amazing opportunity. For sure. Um, so we did an event with that. We were able to pick three, what we called our uh, rebellionaires, and kind of like highlighted them and their talents and what they're doing to kind of be a rebel in their field. We gave them each $3,000 grants, like uh, with the help of Jordan Brand. So that was cool. And it was also cool because we invited all of Texas to come out and mm-hmm. get their pair in. A lot of them came. <laughs> um, we literally sold 2,000 pairs of oh that my shoe. Gosh. Now that is that is uh, breaking news. Like people ask us for the longest. Like how many pairs did y'all have? And we just oh, we had a lot. Yeah, like, you had enough. Yeah, we had enough come out. But we literally sold two thousand pairs of that shoe that day. Um, and I, you know what? Not to cut you off, Doc, yeah. but that's a testament to dreaming big too, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I remember um, G came to you know the executive branch of kicking it and was like, "How many should we ask for?" And I'm going to be honest, I was like, oh, 12, 15? <laughs> he was like, I'm going to ask for two. I was like, 2,000? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, 2,000. And after he broke it down to them, they were like, all right. 
that was kind of like our Pablo Escobar moment, bro. Like, yeah. the way them boxes start coming in, like, it was like, oh, shit. They yeah. really gave it to us, bro. Right. Like, <laughs> we don't really know how 2,000 shoes look until you get 2,000 shoes. Like, right. damn. But, yeah, man, we I think we started that event at, like, 9 or 10 in the morning and literally didn't stop ringing up people until, like, 9 or 10 at night. Yep. Like, continuously. It got to the point, like, one of us had to go outside and get in line and be like, look, bro, if you behind me, yeah. We done. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's literally been going all day. Go and that go back to not being able to keep everybody happy. I was the one in the back of the line telling people. <laughs> and even then, it was still people like, ah, oh, man, why y'all cutting the line out? It's like, bro, we've been here for 15 yeah, hours. Like, wow. <laughs> and you still had to come back on Sunday. No, no, they were done. Oh, yeah, 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 they were done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever we didn't sell, we put online. Jordan Brand actually let us put oh, some online. Okay, so, yeah. 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 But. Yeah, so shout out to people that came through for that. We gave away shirts, cookies, keychains. We had a lot of extra giveaways yeah. for that. So. All right, last question, Doc. Oh. What can we expect from kicking it in the future? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is this more breaking news right here? <laughs> nah. Oh, we're not doing that. <laughs> uh, just more greatness. Uh, yeah. More greatness, more creativity. Uh, more love, more events, more releases, and more of us, more opportunities to kick it with us. Uh, like kind of say that event with Jason Maiden, that's kind of, mm -hmm. you know, that got our uh, juices flowing about doing some other type of stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That was something we hadn't done before. Uh, bringing back different events that we did pre-pandemic, like fight parties mm -hmm. and, you know, game watch parties, stuff like that. Um, I will say we will be expanding <laughs> in the future. Oh my gosh. Like expanding the store or Yeah. Make it like a bigger store? <laughs> Maybe. <gasps> what? I don't know. Oh, well you just said expanding. I, yeah. Or expanding. expansion. Expanding could mean oh extra shelves on the Oh, oh yeah. I could. Could <laughs> mean a lot of things, sales. huh? Nah, oh. but uh we definitely have plans to enter other markets soon. So um wow. yeah, we won't say too much on that, but like we're working hard on that behind the scenes. Uh, luckily, we've been able to prove ourselves to mm -hmm. all of the brands that we carry, so they're on board with our growth plans. So, um, I'm looking yeah. forward to kicking it, Paris. That's, that's next oh, on the shit. list, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't shit. know about next. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just, just spend a little bit of your own money. I'm sure you can open this door. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we can be right next door to the biggest Louis store in the world. Yeah. That'll be good. But, uh, yeah, nah, just uh, more opportunities for people to connect with us. Like, um, yeah, it's exciting. Like, we're in a good place right now as a brand, and we're looking to continue to grow and continue to gain more customers and, and grow that brand loyalty with more people. Um, yeah, I don't want to say too much, but, yeah, we got a lot planned for this year, so this will be a big year for us. Nice. Right on. Oh, yes, sir. All right, so it's time to get into our uh, weekly topic. Ooh. Oh, you ready for this? Um, oh, I get to participate in this yeah, too? Yeah, for sure. Of course. Oh, yeah. All right, so the topic is uh, morality in the sneaker culture. Mm. Now, this uh, one of the homies sent me this, and uh, this is a text. I hope he doesn't mind me reading it. But he says, mm -hmm. uh, George asked me why I didn't try for the SBs at No Comply. I told him it would feel inauthentic if I went there for just this shoe. I feel like I should let the real skaters, air quotes, of no comply folks go there. Um, maybe it's like saying you can't wear SBs if you don't skate, but I'd feel dirty, air quotes, um, trying to get a shoe there, even though I am sure plenty of resellers and first timers went there. 
I don't know, just something that I thought might be worth talking about for a bit. Um, mm. Time to reveal. It was my co-host Junior who sent oh, me it that. Was me. <laughs> it was me, Greg. Dr. Greg. So I thought, what? Uh, what better opportunity Ooh. than when we got Dr. G, a, a sneaker store owner. And a skate and, shop. And a skater. And Kylo, a, a sneaker sure. store operator. That's right, both of y'all. Here. Uh, why do you feel like that? I don't know if it's because I'm older. and I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, 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 we've talked about StockX babies and all that stuff. Uh-huh. I know they don't care one way or the other. They're going to go where the shoe is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're saying, you pick your fast, you know, finish line champs, whatever. But I, I, you know, when I think of no comply... I, and I'm not just saying it's, you know, I think of Chris, Catalonia, you know, I mean, he oh. skates, right? right? He's been going there. He, he's, you know, I think of Taylor because he's really into SB dunks, right? I it was not a dunk head. I'm not a dunk head now unless the dunk comes out with something really cool. Like we talked about the Bart right. Simpson or something that just catches my eye. And so to me, I feel like no comply. It's a skate shop. It's a skate account. They're going to get this. They've been getting these. And like you talked about. People didn't mess with it till Travis Scott wore it, right? Then yeah. all of a sudden, people are all about dunk. So now they're all rushing into no comply. And to me, I feel like, look, I didn't mess with you before. <laughs> I don't mess with you now, really. So even though I really want this Jordan 4 because I see it as the Jordan 4, I would rather take my chances at stores that I'm, I feel like that's part of my of me. Because right. I, would, I would go to no comply just to try for this shoe. And if I get it, cool. And chances are I would never go back unless they got another shoe that I want. Right. So that, that, that's really it. And there are some people that maybe don't feel that way. They don't care, and, and that's fine. But for me, there is something about me going, like, like I'm not just saying this because y'all are here. Mm-hmm. I feel dirty entering a raffle at Nice Kicks. Now, <laughs> I do it because I am not guaranteed in any way, shape, or form a shoe from kicking it. So I just, I'm playing the odds, right? right? I've won once from Nice Kicks. I've won a few times from y'all, and I've lost a lot. But to me, it's like, well, I've been to Nice Kicks before, so I feel okay. I've gone there when they were in the old store with the cylinders and stuff like that. So, but there's just there's to me, it just feels inauthentic and not genuine at all to go to No Comply to get a shoe that I want. I could get somewhere else also. So let the real skaters, as I say, try to get it, or people who have been messing mm. with No Comply for months, years, not just like, oh, I know it's there. I'm going to go and try and hit it. All right, let me start this. Um, When it comes to sneaker culture, what are some good morals to live by? Doc, what would you say? Uh, As Jason Maiden said in our conversation, there are no morals. Everything's for sale. (laughs) Mm. No, I'm just joking. Oh, (laughs) shit. No, no, no. So let me say that. He did say that, but that was in reference to somebody selling a shoe he made for Kanye when his mom passed. So let me put that in context. Uh Yeah, I wasn't just saying he said that for real. (laughs) Man, it's it's a tough situation. I I guess, you know, that's one of them things to each his own. Like Daniel said, so let me ask you this, though. Yeah. So if that shoe was only available at skate shops, how would you have felt? Now, that's different because then it's, that's the only place you can get it, right? But I think I would still, at the end of the day, also, then, then it would go like, Man, I don't want really to go drive down there and laugh. <coughs> then it becomes an inconvenience for me. <laughs> so there's two things. that It's it's inauthentic, and then it's an inconvenience. Lining up at Kicking It, because we're you know less than right. 10 minutes away from there. I'm like, yeah, I'll go do that all day. Right. If they're the only ones, I mean, I've already entered a couple other raffles just in case. You know, i gotta, yeah. I got to play the odds. So... I don't. I don't think that it would make it any more uh, uh, attractive for me to go down there. Right. All right. So this this is what I put down. I put um, be genuine in your intentions. Treat everybody the same, no matter what they can do for you. Network, network, network. Mm-hmm. Um. 
So my next bullet point is shoot or shoot. True. <laughs> yeah, True. for sure. So that's Russell Westbrook. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> that might be OD shooting, shooting. Um, but you should never be ashamed to shoot your shot if you're genuine with your approach. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, prime example, a few weeks back when I went for Pratt for that gray uh, SB, like. You did? My boy fuck with him. Yeah. You know, it's first come, first serve. True. I got a little time before I go to work. I'm, I'm going to shoot. Might as well. You know what I'm saying? It. Like, yeah. if it sell out, cool. You mm-hmm. know, you just mm-hmm. got to take it. If, but I was able to get it. Um, in your case, um, and from me and G's perspective, a business is a business. Right. True. True. Let me tell you, some of the looks and some of the blatant, like, it's only one customer in the shop, and I say, how you doing? And they don't say shit back. Like, I know you don't fuck with black people. <laughs> but you know what? Your kid might want these dunks I got, yeah. so you're going to make it do what it do, and I'm going to take your money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a business at the end of the day, For man. Sure. So, like, For sure. I feel like um, skateboarders are so subby of a culture mm-hmm. that – they kind of gatekeep from time to time. But let's not forget that stretch from 14 to 20 when SBs went popping. Correct. Correct. I'm sure you would have took a sale for, you know, <laughs> whatever Dickies or Thrasher right. t- t- t-shirts you carry yep. in that moment because I got to keep the doors open. Correct. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. as a customer, you shouldn't feel bad. You know. Right. Um, now, my next point is... um. Although you might not consistently shop at a shop that has an exclusive product, it's still a business and you're still willing to pay. Okay, I just talked about that. But um, more importantly, a shop offering exclusive products should use those opportunities to bring awareness to their brand mm. and attract new customers. Yeah. Mm. As much as I love my repeat customers, Thank you. if they're the only ones that shop with me, my business has stunned. It's true. It's true. Um, I need, I'm forever in need of new customers That's right. because I want to eventually reach growth as a business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Doc, can you can you elaborate on that? Yeah, no, that, that's 100% true. <clears throat> you know, and, <clears throat> I, I find it weird when people do that because at the end of the day, like, if you like a shoe, you like a shoe. It's just like you say, it's like, that's who has it. A skate mm-hmm. shop has it. It's like my local uh, my local store doesn't has it. Have it, but and that, and that brings me back to you know you think thinking about those old days like when Supra was popping like yep. Supra was, I mean originally a skate shoe but it was sold everywhere so but it was colorways that only boutiques had yeah so it's like you know we weren't turning away the skaters like ah nah you're not part of you're not <laughs> you're not cool enough to come in shopping right. here even though like some skate shops do give out that vibe like you know um right. and it's unfortunate I think what you said is like the Correct way to look at it, like take that out as an opportunity to gain some new customers. Right, like, but I, I don't know, man. You know, it's a, it's a lot of, uh, and I hate to keep going back to Jason Maiden, but he dropped so many gems. So many gems, like, bro. But it's like he talks about the gatekeeping thing. It's like, what's the point of being able to do something if you're the only one that's able to do it? Oh, so it's just yeah. like. You know, I, I'm I man. Shout out to Jordan Brand for giving us the opportunity to drop a skate shoe. Like, right? Yeah, it'd be cool to give it to the skaters first, and I think they did it right. Like, okay, well, the skate shops get it. Skate shops drop it first, right. but we know people still love Jordans, and this is a dope colorway. Yep. So let's do it to the boutiques too. Yeah, but, it's, uh, it's it's very similar to when the uh, New York to Paris Jordan One came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we had just yeah. opened back then, so like it was like really hype for us to get that release, but. It's low key like a neighborhood release. Like right, right. I haven't seen any of the boutiques that I follow on social media not get this this Jordan Four. Yeah, it is a neighborhood release. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like it's yeah. like um, 
it's kind of it's no different than like a rebellionaire. Like mm-hmm. all of us mm-hmm. touched it. Right. We were just able to touch it a week before everybody else. Right. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, but you have also have to know in that case, who are you going to attract? Yeah, you're going to have your regular customers, but resellers, they want right. to get a jump on like, hey, I got it now. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. For a week, I got that product you need yeah. and I'm trying to flip it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's. And some people are like, so we're not not liking skate shoes. That's just not what we prefer. Right. It's not like we shitting on skate culture or the skate shoes. Not it's at just all. like, that's not what we do. So it's just like, you shouldn't be shunned when something does come out at a skate shop that you like. It's like, you know, it's like saying, nah, you can't buy Jordans because you can't dunk. It's like, right. Oh, you don't play basketball. You don't need Jordans. I mean, it's a basketball shoe. It's true. I, I don't, I've never but. hit the switch wearing Jordans, <laughs> that's for sure. Exactly, man. So, you know. Um, new customers are the lifeline to a business achieving new heights and growth. Yep. We kind of just elaborated on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always two sides to every story. So now we're going to talk about the retailer's point of view. As a retailer that remembers the humble days you had to build your brand from nothing, there's always a little resentment when community members that are a bit friendlier with other shops start coming around to your shop because of exclusive opportunities. We can truly speak to this because we kind of had the community on a chokehold when we were at Nice Kicks. Sure. Because nothing else was nothing around. Nothing else was around. Yeah. You know, you had it was either us or the mall. Yeah. So, like, if you wanted to be cool, mm-hmm. well, shit, you had to come to us. So, if you wanted that authentic feel, we yeah. were kind of, like, the mouth of, like, what is now, like, neighborhood accounts and boutiques and the new age, I guess you can say mom and pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we leave. He goes to HT. I go to uh, Dill and uh, Carbonated Soft Drinks. <laughs> um, we come back together for kicking it. Mm-hmm. It's people that shopped with us at Nice Kicks that, uh, you know, hey, I, I fuck with politics now. They get off white. They get Travis Scott's. They get all this. Ah, man, I want to come to y'all shop. It's just so far up north. He knows what I'm talking about when I say this. <laughs> and now that person is in our shop. Oh, befriending employees, asking you know how can he get a pair. So it's like, yeah, I could you know gatekeep and hold resentment towards him, but I don't, bro. Yeah. I look at it as a sign. It's like, hey, shit, we popping now, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, the great philosopher Mike Jones once had a song. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> nah, man, but it's all good. I love everybody. Like, I get it. Like, you know, I tell our Nike reps all the time. It's just like, you work hard to create that brand loyalty, but at the end of the day, the customer going to go to where the shoe is. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? For sure. If we were around, they had to go somewhere to fill that void. And, like, I wouldn't expect them to... You know, you've been messing with another shop for two years or however long you've been messing with them, and we open. Like, you shouldn't stop and come to us. Like, you know, if I was at other shop, I'd feel like they were fake. Like, yep. like ah, man, you, you know. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, we appreciate everybody who shopped with us. We appreciate our little customers. We appreciate the new customers. But, like I say, the, the consumer is going to go wherever the shoe is. Wherever they can get the shoe, that's, that's where right. they're going to go. So. Yep. Uh, it's human nature to hug the day one supporters a little tighter hmm. than the newcomers to the bandwagon. Yeah. Nonetheless, their money spends just like the day one supporters' money. It's true. So right. as, as much as like when I saw No Comply say we're gonna do an in store raffle and an online raffle that we do that you know we donate to the the local homeless shelter, I said, bro, like to all my regulars, you got to get in on that in store raffle. 
right. feel like it's just obvious that weighs a little bit more than yeah. Right. yeah. If you do it online, you know what I'm saying. Right. Anybody can do it online. Like you, me, and Houston can do it online. It's true. It's true. So like. Yeah, man. Um, that's really all I have, man. This is a short subject, man. We had Dr. G here, so um, so so I'm gonna go wait in line now. So sorry, Chris and Taylor. I'm in. All right, I'm, I don't, I don't want to have any lip. All right, Skate Shop's been taken from hip hop for years. Oh, this is, this, hey, this is fact. That's right. I'm saying I'm hip hop in this scenario. You got to stop making so much sense, Junior. Um, you know, can nah. I rap yet? Or what? Uh, no, no, please. Oh, okay, don't. all right, all right. Well, we almost there. So uh, now we're gonna start for the feet. We almost to his rap. Oh no! Uh, wait, oh, 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 let, me, let me get. No, no, no! You oh. say we're, you say, you say we're <laughs> almost there. Oh, no, like no, no, no. this rap. No, no, the, no, the no, end no, of no. the tunnel. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> we're gonna do a uh, for the feet or for oh. the streets. Oh. All right, first up, um, I still want to get the good doctor's opinion, but he already has these oh. um, Nike SB Air Jordan Four Pine Green. Oh, I'm gonna go for that. Oh, Junior, what you uh? <laughs> What you got? I'm, I'm hoping tomorrow, um, tomorrow evening, I'll have them on my feet. So there we go. Uh, I hope so too. Thank you. I hope so. All right. All yeah, right. man. For sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, it's an obvious for me, man. Um, hardly ever do you get um, a classic silhouette like this where they use cell over white. I am all team cell. Like, I just prefer like a cream color. Or a white color. Uh, yeah. I mean, not not a white color. A cream or like a off white, mm -hmm. as opposed to like just a porcelain white. So to have cream, mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. pine green, and a gun bottom. Yeah, sign me up for sure. For sure. What uh, Doc? What are some of your favorite attributes about the uh, SB4? Uh, I think it's a really good colorway. Like Dan kind of mentioned, I like the fact that it uses the <clears throat> the eggshell colorway instead of just like the bright mm -hmm. white for the upper. Uh, the gum bottom accents are really cool, even though it was designed for function. I like gum bottoms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think it's a solid colorway, even if it wasn't an SB or whatever. Even if it was just a regular Jordan 4, oh, yeah. I would have grabbed it for sure. All right. Uh, so definitely for the feet for you. Uh, yeah, for, for the feet yeah. for all of us. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a rare yeah. occasion. Mm -hmm. um, next up, uh, Air Zoom Generation. <laughs> I kind of think where we're going with this. But um, Doc, what you think? Uh, <clears throat> so I can't appreciate that shoe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm old enough to remember, like LeBron wearing that shoe, and you know him being drafted and signing with Nike. How big of a deal that was, because he was killing it with the T Max at, uh, in high school. Um, but as a store owner, I'll leave it for the streets, just because I'd rather make the money off of it and yep. sell it to our customers. Yep. You will have that shoe, by the way, y'all come get it. Yeah, pull up tomorrow. Um, I will uh, let others enjoy that sneaker as well. <laughs> it's for the kicking it streets. Mm. I think let other people. It's not. It's no. not my jam. It's not my thing. Right. Um, I don't. I don't dislike the way it looks. There's nothing about it that I'm like, eh. It's not bad. I think it's cool. I think yeah. it's fine. But it's for the yeah. Streets. If if I didn't have so many other shoes on my radar this month, yeah. I would grab yeah. it. No, but. for sure. I think um, Nike has to figure out how to release. A sneaker like that um, in the light spots of the calendar. Mm -hmm. You know, like, right. yeah. like, if you think about it, like, you got that coming out the same day as say, Pine Green Fours, man. It's, it's right. a no brainer, man. Like, yeah. whether you're a reseller or a genuine collector, mm -hmm. um, it's for the streets. Exactly. exactly. But, you know, speaking on that, not to kind of go off, <clears throat> but I wonder 
how involved, like, you know, Nike is a monster within itself and Jordan is a monster. And so I wonder right. how closely they work with No, that's true. That's that a calendar. good point. They probably don't. They probably move like two right. different branches of a company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, quick question uh, regarding the Arizona generation. Uh, on the 20th anniversary of this sneaker, would it be wise to cop as a collector's item? Uh, so if you just had excess money and you were genuinely a sneaker collector, would you buy this one? Um... I don't know how many times, like, and I ask that because it's clear LeBron doesn't have the uh, cachet of a Jordan signature right. line. So, like, I don't even know, like, will they try to re-release, like, you know, Big Apple LeBron 4s or something <laughs> right, like right, that. Right. Uh, I don't think this one is because maybe if it had, like, some special branding or, like, a 20th anniversary mm-hmm. signature on there or something. but Or even maybe if it was the black color because the first guy he actually wore the black colorway, right? It was like white and black, not yeah, white right. and red. Yeah, you're right, right, right. I think this was uh, <clears throat> the color white he wore for the first home game. Yeah. First game was in Sacramento. Yeah, so I think if they did that white, black colorway, you know, maybe made it a special box, made it a collector's item right. for sure. But just like the regular GR version, I mean, if you're a LeBron fan, copy it. It's a good-looking shoe, like Dan said. It's, I don't mm-hmm. hate it. Yeah. Shout out my boy Naja, man. Naja. Naja like this Yeah, Naja say he needs this. Oh, oh, that's what's up. Yeah. All right. So, um, all right, last. Nasha was probably in the paint, like actually getting buckets and <laughs> rebounds in this shoe. <laughs> all right, next up, um, Air Force One SP, Billy Eilish. Yeah, you can sign uh, me up for this one. Yeah? Yeah, for the feet. So let me ask you this, because this, this is a, a little bit of a fifth wall conversation. Why this one and not the other two? Oh, uh, as well, far as like the colorways, like on the low top. Because I ain't get it at the store. Well, Just good point. Time, yeah. Good point. Good yeah, point. I mean, I, li- I like the lows a lot. Like, the lows are definitely easier to wear and more wearable than the hot tops. And I even grabbed the hot tops. But um, just being in the store so much, it's a lot easier to get stuff when, it when comes we to the have it compared to me going out and hunting and chasing for Nah, understandable. Um, I, I do have the other colorways, but um, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like, like uh, really on my collective shit for the 40th anniversary, Mm. I got so many white shoes, and I don't wear white shoes like that. So, like, but you don't have white Billy eyelashes, and kicking it does. Oh, and we have your size. Touche. Oh, oh. Well, uh, it was for the street, now it's for the feet. Look at that, Look at that. <laughs> Junior. What you think? I already know. Junior hates Air Forces. It's I don't hate Air Forces. I just I'm I'm surrounded by two people who are like I associate that shoe with. So. For the streets, for me. <laughs> but uh, it's like you say, though. I I, I I used to wear nothing but like all white sneakers. I really like that. And now I, I want colors. Like, that's yeah. why I like those Action Bronson and the Baklavas, because those things are just loud. So to me, I probably wouldn't get any wear out of it. So what's uh, what's your ideal situation you would wear like an all white sneaker? Um, if I if I was invited to Puffy's uh, white party, maybe. Oh, there you go. You know, you know, so, about that? so never. Never. Why, you never know. Puffy may be like, I like the way that guy talks on that podcast. I should bring into my. Do they do oh, white parties anymore? I don't know. No, I think I would wear a white sneaker if I was wearing like a nice summer suit. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I'm not saying it's be a white suit, but it can be you know a blue suit or it could be. I want a nice like purple or pink suit. Um, not overly, but just maybe a little linen. Little little seal sucker. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Next right. time, uh, next time I go to go to Atlanta, maybe uh, maybe oh, James, shit. maybe James will have me in, and I'll wear some. Uh, I don't know, James, holler at your boy. Oh shit! <laughs> <All laughs> right. know who I am. All right. Uh, last on the list, we got uh, 
Air Max 86 OG Big Bubble. Mm. What what we think, Doc? What we thinking? Uh, I'm gonna leave that one for the streets. For the streets. Uh, we'll have it at kicking it though. Y'all can holler at us. Word, word. We will have it. Yeah, I like that shoe, man. But again, that's the shoe that I, <clears throat> I just admire on other people. Like I'm not a huge fan of that Big Bubble, but man. Um. So question. Well, Junior, what you got? Um. I I like Big Bubbles. And I and cannot. I cannot lie. Lie. Oh shit! Um, uh, I'll be there for the first come first serve for the raffle. So uh, I'm not sure. So the, like, that's Air Max Day, so I'm we may say it's do weird something. on Air Max Day, bro. Like, but it's also so a Sunday, so it's like so many people come out to Woodworks. Yeah, that might be like the ideal day to do a first come first serve. That's like, true. That's true. On yeah. a Sunday, yeah. but um, does the OG shape really make a difference for y'all in y'all's opinion, or for a majority of the community? In my opinion, well, personally, it doesn't. Um, and that, that's kind of like I was talking to somebody about the Jordan 11, like the high cut patent leather and stuff. Like, I don't really remember that. So it doesn't make me right. want it more. Like, I like what I grew up on, and I grew up on the lower cut patent leather. Like, that's what I prefer. Uh, I can't appreciate Nike going back into their catalog and going back to try to make stuff as true as. It was the original releases, yeah. so people appreciate. I appreciate the thoughts behind it, but it doesn't really make yeah. a difference. To I was, me. me and you have had conversations where it's like, man, like I feel like it's so much coming out that they don't get a chance to tell the story. So I feel like in instances like that, where like me and his generation are used to low cut profiles, retro elevens, mm-hmm. that that's a good way to like change it a little bit yeah. to differentiate it from you know the last. Uh, Playoff 11 that came out mm-hmm. or Bread 11 that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for the feet for me, man. Um, I do enjoy it. Um, I really wish they would release uh, OG colorways of Air Max 1s, 97s, and 95s on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just something like that should be like all white Air Forces. You know what I'm saying? Where like if you want it, you should be able to get it. So, I agree. It's, yeah, it, it, it's not like no, there is hype. But it's not like just unnecessarily yeah. huge. I bet you would sell plenty if you always had them in stock. Right. Yeah, no. that makes total sense. But sure, throw the Air Max sure. ninety six in there too. Oh, oh yeah, no, I, for sure. I need that. What about the Air Force Two? We all know that there's someone who loves the Air Force Two. I like Air Force Twos a lot. Uh, my favorite colorway is Kyle Nose, the dirty, the dirty. <laughs> That red and yellow colorway. Shout I got two pair, but they yeah they kind of bust. I need a new man. I need that retro. It's, it's time too. I wouldn't mind them bringing back the dirty and remixing it. Honestly, yeah. Like it's it's so many more boutiques now. You could do something with social status or a mama year in Atlanta. You <laughs> I was just something. finna say James. Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> you could do something with kicking it in Austin. You know what? Uh, we can dream big. You could do something with Jen in Houston. So like, mm-hmm. maybe we save that for um, us melanated boutiques. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, right. uh, that was his personal view. We don't. <laughs> 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 he doesn't represent the views of King. Nobody, <laughs> nobody listens to the podcast that could, the little podcast Phil that Phil could, Knight, man. man. We've got, got fan mail from Phil Knight. We love Phil. everybody. <laughs> Hold on, Phil. That's right. All right, man. So uh, that's it for, uh, for the feet or for the streets. That's right. All right, next up, we got fan mail from my good brother, um, Marcus Jones. Also known as Fat Kicks. Oh, oh, P H A T. He says, uh, this mm-hmm. week's episode was on point. Thank you. It's a conversation that I've witnessed in the 12 years I've been pastoring and speaking to youth and college students. When I first started in 2011, almost any Jordan I wore would get the student type 
and how I became known as the preacher with sneakers. Hashtag <laughs> preacher with sneakers. Um, way before a trend of pastors wearing hype <laughs> kicks. Now when I go preach, I typically only wear hype kicks, um, shattered backboards, Yeezys, or recent release. And all the kids want to know is if I if I have fill in the 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 blank the hype blank. It's also cool though to see the adult leaders of these groups share with me when they had to fill in the nostalgic blank back in the day. As always, appreciate the dope conversation and wisdom y'all share. Hey, shout out to uh, River and Fat Kicks, man. Mm -hmm. um, um, he is the quintessential listener of Fresh Out the Box uh, Sneaker Cast. We want everybody to um, tap in and give their perspective. Um, you know, how do we know what your perspective is if you don't share it? For sure. Um, but shout out, shout out to Fat. We got anything else, Junior? No, that was it. But like you said, we, we have Instagram. Uh, yeah. FOTB Sneaker Cast. Yeah. You can email us at FOTB Sneakercast yep. at gmail.com. Or you can comment or respond here on the Anchor app. We'll, we'll get it all. We'll talk about it. You may inspire a good topic for us. So, Junior, uh, Doc, you got anything? Uh, I don't, but I appreciate y'all having me. Uh, it's an honor to be the first guest. Yeah, you man. Know? Uh, for the people uh, living under a rock or... Uh, you know, for the random people that call the store and be like, I ain't got Instagram. Um, <laughs> where, where, where can they reach us at? Yeah, where can we find you? Uh, 3200 Palm Way, Suite mm. 156, Austin, Texas, 78758. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Dr. Period, Greg, Period, Grovey. Is that new? Yeah. Uh, a little yeah. name change, oh, you know. What? <laughs> oh, what time? Uh, you didn't go to doctor yeah. school for nothing. Yeah, right? doctor school. <laughs> 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 Make sure you follow us on Instagram too, Kicking It ATX, uh, on all social media platforms. And uh, you can email us, I don't know if you want to, you but yeah. info at Kicking It ATX. Everybody. Really? <laughs> team wow. yeah. I'm going to email Hey, hey when, it come to, Tiffany's when it comes to Dr. G and me and our staff, we kind of like a Sparta. You know what I'm saying? It's like a small group of mercenaries that uh, have a few special kit skills. Right. And we will find you. That's yeah. right. That's right. You'll take them down. Yep. Yeah. Well, until next time, uh, you know how we end every podcast. If it is, it be. It's up to me. Whether that's, uh, you know, pursuing a baddie, pursuing a job, or a promotion, or pursuing your passion. Uh, from Junior, Dr. G and me, we'll catch you. Yeah.